Hello, and welcome to House on 1500 podcast, episode 39. Hello. Hi. Hello. My cat, usually, my cat literally just meowed hello at me. No. Oh, hi, Fern. <laughs> Frequency that you guys did. <laughs> that was funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. So we are going All to right. do, um, <laughs> let's go in this order because Megan is on topic today. So I'll do, we'll just go in age order. Sounds so great. My low highs. Um, my lows are, oh. So let's limit it to one. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. My low is my kids are still pretty bummed. My son's girlfriend broke up with him and they'd been dating for a year. And my daughter's boyfriend left on a mission so, um, but it actually ended up being kind of a high, um, with my daughter because she was very sad Saturday night and I was just thinking about all the things I could do. And I was looking at all like the gift baskets you could mail and, you know, things like that. And then I just, um, late, late in the night slash early in the morning, I was like, Oh, I'll just go up and make her gingerbread waffles. Cause that's her favorite food. Like that's Aww. what she asked for on her day so I drove up mm. to Logan and I was gonna surprise her so I didn't tell her I was coming so I got there at 12 30 because that's I, I thought that's when her church started and um I could see that she was still at home so I was like oh she's not going to church today which I actually wasn't surprised because yeah you just need a mental day and she hadn't been sleeping and anyway but the thing is she turns a ringer down so she didn't answer her phone. She didn't answer her phone. I'm there. I'm like already to surprise her. She didn't answer her phone for an hour. She slept at <laughs> 30. <laughs> really fun and That's we had a good time. Yeah. That is so fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that is good. How do you know how she, since then? Um, she's still she's still, you know, she's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's how it we can easier. Good when we yeah. left, but then we actually got to see him that night because he was dropping something off that she had left at mm. his house. Anyway, so and he's nice. doing great. Like he's loving the classes, and he's good. He seemed really happy and really good, and you know, Yay. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Milo is, I am just not sleeping very well. And I mm. don't know why. So it's kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like my left eye is twitching. Oh, <laughs> oh that's a like, It is, but it's not that I'm not trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep, but I'm just not sleeping. So I went to the store yesterday and got all the, you know, melatonin, valerian root, passion flower, like all the kind of supplements <laughs> to help with that. I do yeah. have like a sleeping, but it makes me so groggy the next day. Mm. So I, and it takes forever for me to feel normal. So it, it does help me sleep better, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should it. just do it. And then what I don't have a like twitchy a eye. <laughs> What a half dose? I've done, I've even same? done like an eighth of a dose, like <laughs> tiny, tiny. <laughs> yeah. Mark needs a full dose for it to even hit him. So I have like tried all the different combinations to find like the sweet spot where I will sleep, but not be gross. I haven't found it yet. So if anybody has 
I'm not ready to go to like prescription sleep medication just yet. But anyway, so that's why hopefully I, my little cocktail will work better tonight, but <laughs> that right. there is that. Uh, hi is I have a release society activity tonight. So that's just the ladies in our congregation, the adult women get together. And we're doing a favorite things party, which I love. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not on the committee. I'm just helping volunteer. <laughs> I got released from my um, other volunteer assignment, which was doing the music in primary, which I've been doing for four years. So I'm kind of um, calling lists right now. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's just fun. Society activity, anything for a really long time. So <laughs> kind of going over the top, which it kind of discouraged, but it's not like I'm doing this all the time. So so we're going to be setting up. And how long has it been since you guys have been able to do this because of all the things, you know? Well, I mean, we've been doing like quarterly activities for a while. So it's not like, but they wanted this to feel different. This is their Christmas thing. They're oh, not doing sure. anything in December. So I wanted to add lights. So I got the French orb metal things that I'm wrapping lights around and then I'm going to suspend it from the ceiling and all the things. So it's going to be great. So anyway, it's well, fun. sometimes so it's I just nice have to have an over done. the top party, you know, just, yeah, well, it's it, nice it may not even look in. that great. Well, I, think, <laughs> I bet it will. I bet it will. I bet it'll look I great. And the people who come in will feel like Effort has been put in for them and it will feel different. And, you know, yeah. it's not necessary right. for every activity, but it's nice sometimes. No. So I think that's good. Right. Well, and, and we only have five tables because our ward is quite small. So it's sure. not, that doesn't feel overwhelming to me. So sure. I just have, yeah. and I'm using my like existing Christmas net lighting to go around the orbs. So mm. hopefully it works. Hopefully they stay up and don't fall on anybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be and good. if they fall it's a great that story. would not be a favorite thing that's my high all right that's your high um let's see my low i don't know things are fine nope nope my low is that i worked i remembered my low is that i worked the <laughs> awful 13-hour shift at oh yeah work over daylight savings or the end of daylight savings or whatever and I honestly have not yet recovered it was a really horrible shift where really hard things happened plus 13 hours and mm -hmm. like my body is like that was stupid don't do that again <laughs> like that was no. really... and I have to work four shifts this week because that's the way this work week works so yesterday I slept a lot I woke up got mm -hmm. the kids up to school and then I went back to bed for hours and I could have slept yeah. honestly probably till like 5 p.m. I was so tired, <laughs> but oh, it's fine. Yeah. Things are fine. Um, but that that was definitely a low for the last week. And then my high, mm, high and low, I guess. So if you recall, no, no, uh, Annie said we only get one. Too no, bad. no, <laughs> too bad. Mine's too bad. It's a high that leads into a, a low, but you'll understand. So remember, <laughs> my eighth grader son, who's grades were garbage and I white and I washed my hands of them and he was just going to get what he was going to get so yeah. he and there was a pretty significant consequence if he got poor sure. grades at the end of the term so he squeaked it out and managed to get A's and B's and I was so happy for him, for him. Yeah. So new <laughs> nice. term has started 
I just happened to glance at his grades and his assignments. Not good. Not a good start to the new term. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, really, man? Like, I thought we had discussed how it would be so much easier just to, to stay on top of your assignments than to play the catch up. He's like, yeah, I know. I was like, do you? Because you now have 10 assignments that are overdue and the term just started. Like, just. <laughs> <sighs> anyway but he got a bunch of them done yesterday so hopefully I don't know I just can't I can't with it so it was a high I was so proud of him for like doing what he had to do <laughs> and then we are starting off this second term just as just as garbage so it's fine right. <laughs> that's funny anyway it's only funny because I live it <laughs> I know I know I know and they're and very smart kids it's not like they're no. incapable no. it's mm-hmm. that they see the the oh, the fluff and they cannot for the life of them justify why that would be worth their time and i sure. and that's hard to argue as a parent other than mm-hmm. you just do it because you're told and then the right. back of my mind is like is that really the message i want to tell my kids going out right. into the world right so anyway yeah. well and it's, it's interesting I I was never okay with missing assignments no, or me neither. And so no, for ever. kids to just be like, oh yeah. And my my high schoolers, they're in a, a program. It's like a project-based program. So everything is super fluid. And the the teachers, the mentors are called, they they're very flexible with due dates. And so I think mm-hmm. that just translates all over the place because they're just like, well, as long as I turn it in sometime and they see that I'm working on it, I'm like, okay, that's not real life. I mean, I'm glad right. I'm yeah. glad they're being, because the goal is for them to learn. So they don't want you to just push out a product. So I appreciate where they're coming from, but anyway, well, it's interesting. That's part of it for Evan as well, is that like, yes, there are due dates, but he can mm-hmm. turn it in later. So yeah. there's only one class that um, he can't get full credit for if it's late and yeah. and the same class mm-hmm. only allows like a certain window like yeah she'll let you turn it in later but only up to a point right yeah. and that is the class that he never has missing work in weird surprising weird <laughs> how that works how like when an actual deadline and an actual yeah. consequence means something yeah. he gets his crap mm-hmm. done but on right. the classes when he can just turn it in whenever then he's like oh I right. got like seven missing assignments like I don't right. anyway yeah <laughs> So I know he can do it and I know he cares about stuff that like yep. he would do it if he knew he couldn't turn it in later, but because he can, sure. he's like, no, nah, I'll just yeah. do it later then. I right. Am. Never ending low. Never ending low. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently I feel the need to sing about. All right. Is this the musical episode? <laughs> yes. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, there's always. And right in I'm every good series, there's one musical yeah. episode. We're due for a musical episode. We yeah. are. All right. We're going to take a quick break while I compose myself, and then we'll come right back to our topic. <laughs> okay. I may or may not have composed myself, but we're back regardless. <laughs> so the topic I wanted to... I wanted to talk today about is journaling and I had a little funny experience with my kids that I'm going to tell first and then we'll talk about real stuff so (laughs) book fair my kids two of my kids are still in elementary school and my daughter really 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 wanted something from the book fair that they have every term it ended up being a journal with like a lock anyway so she bought it with her own money 
And she was so excited and she wrote in it and she wanted privacy and she was so <laughs> into it. And then Evan being the little mm, words, words <laughs> that he is to his sister because he thinks it is his job as his big brother, as big brother to just torment her. He found her <laughs> journal, which granted it was just out, but she had locked it and he opened it and read it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> So then we and she was so upset because of course she is. Yeah. And it was an invasion of privacy and it was disrespectful and all these things. And then Evan and I had a conversation because about journaling and he was telling me how stupid it is. <laughs> <laughs> and how why would anybody write down thoughts that they don't want anybody else to know? You are just asking mm-hmm. for somebody to read it. You are asking for somebody to know your secrets. I was like, well, no. No, you could have an expectation of privacy. You could also not tell anybody you're writing in a journal and then right. you for sure would keep it secret, but whatever. Anyway, so they were, I was trying to tell him all the benefits of journaling and he being a 13 year old boy thought that I was up in the night and clearly don't know what I'm talking about because it is dumb. So, <laughs> so for someday when he may or may not ever listen to this podcast as an adult, I want him to hear all of the benefits of journaling. I said all of these to his face, but I guarantee he heard none of them. So we're going to talk about it again so that he can reflect and listen on it later. Should I just gift him with a journal spontaneously and just say, I, I was just thinking about you and I felt the really strong impression to give you this journal. I think you need it in your life. It was so funny would be so funny well should i get it with his name on the front oh, embossed. <laughs> well, it has, as long as it has a lock and key it needs to have a yeah. lock and key evan's secret thoughts <laughs> <laughs> secrets and so thoughts funny. no one open do not open <sighs> so with all the talk of journaling and i was trying to explain how i journaled for a period of time and then roy was like oh, you have a diary i was like i have several yes I do so then I had she wanted me to go find them and she was looking through them and that was thoroughly embarrassing I was so embarrassed. like she found probably one of the most embarrassing pages uh, that I had from my early <laughs> anyway but I know that Annie you you probably have journaled more mm-hmm. consistently than either Emily yeah. or I is that right yeah, yeah. you still yeah. journal right yeah this form of it yeah it's not the quite the same but yeah, yeah. So I did have a journal. I started when I was eight years old and probably did a journal a year. So I have several journals, <laughs> but now I kind of do my daily journal, like gratitude and planning out my day and affirmations kind of journal. And then I yeah. do a family kind of like, which is a journal in a sense, because even just looking at what I'm going to be doing that day helps me you know, oh, or what I was grateful, grateful for that day helps me remember kind of stuff. But, um, and then I do like a family, uh, kind of photo book journal with just little snippets of, you know, what trip we went on or what kids up, what kids are up to, but it's not very extensive. So anyway, but that's, that's what do we do? So that's great. Yeah. Emily, do you journal anymore? Did you ever journal? I don't know that about you. Yeah, I journaled a ton. I have quite a few journals. Um, I used to journal every day. Uh, and then I stopped when Kevin came home because, you know, right when your life is about to begin is when you should stop recording yes. the things. Oh, <laughs> the same with yeah. me. I stopped recording yes. also 
Yeah. And like, I don't even think I recorded that much in college. I do have some journals from when my kids, when my first children were very little. Yeah. Um, but I, wish I, did. I don't, definitely not for the younger two. And um, I don't even have baby books for them because that is not, for a long time, I felt really guilty about that. But not everybody can be good at everything. And yeah. I... <laughs> Some people are really good at documenting their life and I am, I've resigned myself that that is not something I'm going to focus on right this second, that I'm not going to be like, I'm never going to be good at documenting. I, it's just I not might right be, yeah, it's right. just not right now. And I've chosen not yeah. to feel guilty about it. I could very easily feel guilty about it. Like very, you know, like my yeah. sister-in-laws are all great documenters like they take pictures and they post frequently on like instagram and then get them printed out into books and Mm -hmm. you know i have so many things going in my on in my life that i just don't ever document or share and it's not how it's not really helpful that my kids don't like pictures sure and now that they're older it's just like bigger emotions and i just don't anyway but no, I have thought recently, though, that um, especially with the, the political stuff that I'm involved in, it would just be interesting to document that yeah, and have that for posterity, because a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that I'm doing is relatively behind the scenes, yeah. but we're seeing actual change. And so it'll, it would just be nice to have some documentation that, oh, hey, I was part of that. And that was kind of cool. And one year and even though the year was stupid but yeah Yeah. no I think you should I think you should I have not so I have not journaled since before I got married Mm -hmm. I I mean I I think I might have in the back of like one of my other journals written a handful of entries after I got married but nothing since then and I don't know why I don't know why I stopped (laughs) um but I've been thinking about it recently and I should probably just start again so I, I know, I know you guys know, but for Evan later, who wasn't listening to me when I was telling him all the benefits of journaling, <laughs> I'm going to talk about some of the benefits that I have learned and knew about journaling as a way of, I mean, instructing Evan and B, <laughs> reminding myself of why I should probably start again. <laughs> so I think one of the, well, all of them are really big, but. One of them is that it um, helps you achieve your goals. Like what mm-hmm. Annie was talking about, you know, the things you want to do that day or just goals in general. Like when you write them down, they are more tangible and then you can keep track of them, right? Like you don't, mm-hmm. it's not just a fleeting thought of something you'd like to do. It's a goal written. Some people will write goals and like have them visible. But if you're semi-consistently writing in your journal, then your goal will still be visible, yeah. But then, you know, then you can talk about what you've done recently to accomplish said goal or how it's going or the things that didn't work, you know, so achieving goals, it's been proven that like you write them down, journaling or otherwise, and you're much more likely to mm-hmm. achieve said goal, because yeah, you write it down. Um, that journaling of any variety improves your writing skills and your communication skills, not just written word, but the way you speak, it helps you organize your mm-hmm. thoughts. It helps you, and and specifically pen and paper, 
um, tactile writing, blogging or typing or any of those things also still, I mean, they'll still release the dopamine and they'll still help you organize your thoughts, but there's something about pen and paper journaling that is particularly meaningful for your brain. Um, Hmm. I think it's interesting. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Um, I, this I thought was super cool. So it can reduce your stress and anxiety, right? Like Mm. I think that's Mm -hmm. a known thing. That's, that's a very common, um, not treatment, but suggestion for people who have anxiety or depression or whatever to journal and it, it can, it can help you, but it physically helps your body. It doesn't just help your mind. Like if you journal, you can lower your blood pressure. You can improve your liver function and it doesn't even need to be daily journaling. So there was a study that found um, that people, and this, this study was specifically about traumatic experiences, but other studies have extrapolated it to be otherwise. But so this study was um, if you journaled for 15 to 20 minutes, just three to five times in a four month period of time. Wow, you had a lower blood pressure and better liver function. That was specifically about like the the study was about journaling about the traumatic experience and like helping you know because you help it helps you work it through it helps you sure kind of move on and process and all of those things. But it wasn't even a lot of journaling. It wasn't journaling yeah. every week. It was three times in a four month period of time. It's not even once a month, and yeah. it still had a significant effect on their blood pressure. Um, interesting that it also had an effect on their liver function yeah, yeah. that was interesting well, that's interesting uh, blood pressure sure sure understand expected liver function what the heck well so do my feelings go through my liver <laughs> everything everything goes through your body right but my feelings the- well your stress right the way that you hold up and you bottle up your stress or you're having um hard feelings you know or things that are difficult and it creates anxiety which then increases the um, words, guys. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. Oh my gosh, the words. When you have body stress, cortisol. Oh my oh, gosh, yes. the cortisol level in your body. <laughs> that was way too hard. That was well, way too funny. hard to pull out of my brain. Anyway, mm-hmm. and cortisol is, is good for some things, but too much of it is not good for you. Anyway, Got it. Anyway, but there's another one. So people who were required to have a medical biopsy because something was, you know, amiss and they needed to to have it. People who journaled just three consecutive days in the two weeks prior to that biopsy, 76 of them, their biopsy site was completely healed within two weeks or whatever versus the 58 of them who hadn't journaled. So only, so like the body healed faster from an event just from before and they days. had it they journaled before they got the biopsy yeah they journaled before they got the biopsy and no, i mean not after i the study didn't say if they also it didn't say that they did it after so i assume that they didn't but i think it was huh. just about processing their emotions about this thing mm-hmm. that was scary to them you know I mean, and, and i don't even know that they necessarily had to journal about that they were just journaling three consecutive prepped their body to be in a better place so to heal. wow that's crazy I mean, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So crazy. There's all sorts of good things. That one was amazing to me. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, there's also like it can also um, boost your mood. Right. And mm. I don't know how many times like I remember writing in my 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 diary and I'd be in such a terrible mood 
And then I'd write it all out. And I was like, huh, I guess I'm fine now. (laughs) Like I was like, it just wasn't as significant. Mm -hmm. Like I let it go on this piece of paper and I didn't have to hold on to that emotion anymore. Like I still, I still remembered the, the event and I still felt some of it. It just doesn't, it just wasn't as heavy, I guess for Mm me. Um, uh, they talk about how when you're writing, you know, you're using your analytical brain, which is your left side of your brain. And while your left side of your brain is occupied, it allows your right side to do what it does, which is the creative stuff. So you can actually find yourself to be more inspired and to have more creativity. Mm-hmm. If you journal pretty regularly, then you have, you open up some space mm-hmm. in your right brain, I guess. I don't know. This is all things mm-hmm. that sound real, but I don't know. <laughs> welcome to our podcast where we talk about things that sound real but may not be (laughs) isn't that pretty much life all the time i talk about things i know um anyway before i go on to some other things what are other benefits that you guys have noticed oh and record keeping just like emily was Mm -hmm. saying just having a record of it oh oh i remember one it memory it improves your memory that's what the other one i was going to talk about it it they think that it actually increases your capacity to remember things like it increases your memory storage more or less and when you write something down it tells your brain that this is important to you and so that you should remember it <clears throat> that's why like a to-do list is very helpful a like it helps yeah. you remember in case you've forgotten something, but writing the physical act of writing it down or taking notes in class, like mm-hmm. the act of taking notes tells your brain that this is something important and I should remember. Um, yeah. So it improves your memory and it's a good record keeping for when your memory fails you. And then you look back <laughs> on it and you say, oh, look, I do know that. I did, <laughs> I have, that. Yeah. I did have that. Anyway, do you guys have any other benefits? Spelunk, the spelunk. What's the top Nude. of the circuit called? Nude. The suit. I just write it down. Dang it. <laughs> Your journal entry for today. November 9th. November 9th, 2021. The top of the turkey's beak. The little fleshy part's called a snood. Is a snood. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean all of the benefits. I can't really think of any benefits. Any others. So. That you have yeah. that you didn't cover. So yeah. I I have found and I do feel like um given my childhood and just going through the divorce and consequently the way that our congregation treated us and your mother yeah. and all of those things that could have been really, really bad and they were bad, but I felt like journaling was definitely one of the things that was a lifeline for Yep. For um, getting through that, for putting up, having a place to put my, and not have to be censored, could say what I was really feeling. Um, so I think I, it's a definitely a powerful thing. So, yeah. yeah. And I remembered that I blogged for a year. Yeah, with my oh, yeah. kids, and my kids love those books. They love yeah, them. They think they're like the yep. bomb.com which is probably the time that i wrote them when that was a good <laughs> phrase yeah. was that ever a good phrase I don't know. <laughs> fine we can debate that but um they they love that so i think that's mm-hmm. where um i always tend to focus on the re- record part of it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think it feels less uh heavy 
if I'm not focusing on, oh my goodness, I got to do this because I, I need to be the documenter. I need to be the record keeper. I need to be all this. But if I am just focusing on the health benefits of it, yeah. then mm-hmm. if I get it done three times, if I get it done 12 times a year, right? health yeah. benefits. Well, yeah, right. so. health benefits. And like, I think, I think journaling can feel very overwhelming or very daunting if you feel like you have to write in it every day. Sure. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't like, and for some people that's what they want. That's what they need. And that's super great. Um, and for other people that feels like a work that doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, that takes the enjoyment out of it. And so it, it doesn't really benefit you because a, you don't do it. <laughs> and, and right. Then, and then, you know, I can't, I'm sure you still probably get some benefits, but if you're doing it begrudgingly every day, <laughs> it's probably not as good for you. Um, well, you could just write, I'm begrudgingly writing in my journal. You just write. And <laughs> you'll be fine, right? Because then you're processing that emotion. Well, <laughs> no, but that's why, I like, that's why I like the daily journals. And I don't even do it daily, but it is just, uh, oh, hey, I'll journal. And it takes me two minutes, maybe. Yeah. And I, it is a tiny snapshot of my day. It helps me collect my thoughts. It helps me be intentional with myself and how I'm thinking about my life. Yeah. So that's why I feel like that's a nice bridge to someone who's never journaled or they don't like to journal like their everyday, I went to the store today or my kids had a soccer game, you know, whatever. But sure. it is just a small little snippet and it doesn't feel oppressive. And like I said, I'll, I'll go like a month or two without writing in it ever. And it's just yeah. every now and then I'm like, oh yeah, this thing. <laughs> this thing. I'm going to do so, it well, There's a lot of oh. different types of, of journaling. So like there's the, there's the daily one, you know, the, or, or not even a daily, but like a day's events, you know, like where Mm -hmm. you talk about what things happened or conversations that happened or funny things that your kids said, or this, this conversation that was really uncomfortable and you can't believe they said X, Y, Z, and you're real mad about it or, you know, whatever your, your day event or something that was important to you. Um, Or there's the stream of consciousness type of journal where you literally just write any word that you think. You just write them all down. doesn't have to make sense. And you just kind of write until you feel like you're done writing. Um, that can be, I don't enjoy that type of journaling, mm-hmm. uh, the stream I've of consciousness, but, but I know a lot of people who, mm-hmm. when they don't like they're being told that they should write because they have anxiety or because of, you know, whatever, and they don't want to, and they don't know what to write about. That has been a way to get them to start. They just, you know, write words and sometimes it's no oh, blanket, couch, light, you know, things that they see and then they start writing like actual mm-hmm. emotions or things. It's just a way to get started sometimes. But for some people, that's the way that they like it. That's not my preference of way of journaling. Sure. But then you've also got some people keep a dream journal, right? And then that would still mm-hmm. be considered journaling and you can process what I don't dream. I don't dream ever. Like, no, I only oh, dream occasionally if I take a melatonin and even then it's only occasionally but I don't dream I don't dream that you remember (laughs) right I mean I must but I I remember none of my dreams I don't ever wake up thinking about what I was just doing in my sleep I don't not dream Mm. I wake up mad because I've had like (laughs) I've I've stream of conscience on to somebody in my dream that I really have words to say that I would never say, say in, in real life. Real life. Yeah. So yeah. I wake up like furious. So, like yeah. recently, recently. I don't think you should journal. 
I know, <laughs> you right? Should keep a journal, Emily. I feel like that. Write it on out. Yeah. Write it so, out. There's also. I want to. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, I just wanted to pause on the daily journal thing. Kevin's grandpa had a, we have it in our possession. It's a five-year diary mm-hmm. and it just has um, four lines for each. It's little. It's, um, I would say maybe three, maybe four by five, mm-hmm. four okay. inches by five inches. And um, anyway, but it's interesting. So he was gifted this in 1938 and he didn't start writing it in it until 1943. That was his first one. But I, it, but it's so interesting because it's uh, like, there's nothing. It's just very like started back to school, went to mutual on the edges of the page. If you close it, you know, all the way he's written, mm-hmm. keep out, not welcome. So maybe he <laughs> and Rory were like good friends later. Yeah. but as he got older it gets to be a little bit more detailed sometimes but it's just interesting because the fact that he says stuff like you know went roller skating at the hall that's not something boys do anymore you know so right yeah 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 no it's still a snippet into the history that was his life and stuff yeah yeah anyway super great I think one of the things that I was thinking about is whether it is a, like you have to decide how, not only do you want to decide what kind of journaling you want to do, whether it's day's events or a gratitude, or you can even like sketch journal for the people who are artsy, right? Like that's still a form of journaling journaling. bullet journaling or like food journals. Mm -hmm. If like, if you have a food goal or a fitness goal or a health goal, like food journaling is still journaling. Anyway, like you have to decide what kind of journal you want. Um, You also can decide like if you want it to be planned or if you want it to be spontaneous. And for people like me who are like procrastinators at heart, I don't know where (laughs) Evan gets it from. I know. I was just going to say, that's all (laughs) You're mad at him. (laughs) And and maybe I would be different. If my due dates in school had been fluid, maybe I would have been exactly the same. But I cared about a due date. Anyway, sure. Um, yeah. But like, so a, a spontaneous one is likely not going to be very, I'm not going to do that very often spontaneously, mm-hmm. but like planned also doesn't need to be like, you could either be really rigid and be like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at this time, this is my journaling time, you know, to make sure that you make it happen or a more fluid one of, I'd like to write in my journal once a week or twice, you know, mm-hmm. three times a week, whenever that happens you know, three times a week. So you can still have planned with still some flexibility, you know, sure. if, if you're yeah. not ready for an every day, I think I would like to commit to a once a week right now. I'd like to nice. commit to a once a week, something that I can, that feels manageable and right. helpful. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So, uh, once a month, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> I don't want to, isn't this my Enneagram? Like, yeah, I, know, I, I don't, don't. want to commit. Like that feels restrictive to me. <laughs> Didn't we learn anything about me I yet? Know. I know, but, but like goals though, right? I like do. you also like yeah. to grow and to learn. And so if you're not, but I have to be it. excited about the goal. <laughs> but you're not excited about this journaling goal. What your about liver, your liver? Yes. My liver. liver. My liver. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, I, I also know about me. I don't like it when other people make goals for me. <laughs> this is not a goal for you. It's a suggestion. Bring it up there. Uh, I have been thinking about some form of documentation. I just, uh, I'm not ready to commit to what that looks like yet. But I think that it is in my future shortly. Wow, politician. Sorry. No. That was a political <laughs> and survivor, Erdogan. It sure no. was. A non-committal committal. Right. Yes. Yeah. What about, um, what about, like, there was another type of journaling that I heard of that, like, they just call it their morning pages. And mm-hmm. just when they wake up in the morning, you know, they just have it right next to their bed and they just kind of write some things down whether it's about what they need to do that day or what their dream was, like it's just super fluid, but it's something that they write down in the mornings and then sure. they just start it off. Like, I don't know right. if you just had it near your bed and then yeah, whenever maybe. you felt so inclined. <laughs> I, at, I at think no I would. Determined right. <laughs> I think I, I think that the thing that sounds in, most interesting to me is like a dream journal. Because I do frequently have dreams and I, they're, they're, I mean, they're usually not very, uh, fanciful, fan, what? It's not fantasy. It's not fantasy. It's usually scenarios that I've, it's interesting because my dream is just basically like, I behave this way. This is the outcome. And then we rewind back to the beginning and then I behave a different way. So it's like, I'm experimenting with social cues in my brain all the time. Sure. When I dream, which I would, I would, now that I'm talking about it, it would be interesting to document how many different scenarios I played out. That would would be be really interesting. Whether you choose to write it down or not, you know, I support either way. (laughs) <laughs> yep, thank no, you. no goal setting for you no goal setting for me that's not true <laughs> I set goals all the time I just no no I meant I'm not setting the goal for you oh yes I'm perfect not. thank but you I'm encouraging you to get out of your comfort zone so there you go take it as you want <laughs> <laughs> perfect I think it's right anyway. maybe we can do a, like an update in 30 years when Evan might listen to this right (laughs) Evan's recording about his mom's passive aggressive podcast (laughs) it's not passive aggressive I said every word of this to his face yes that's true (laughs) that's true Um, I just know he wasn't listening in his also I think it's funny that you said every word of this to his face and you don't also journal right this second (laughs) so Hey, listen, this podcast is a form of my journaling. There you go. Mm-hmm. See? It really is. It's like when you guys wanted journaling. a podcast and you asked what my goal was, mm-hmm. I said to talk with my sisters and have a record for yeah. my children to listen to this of us true. laughing. Hey, I think this is a nice form of uh, recording for posterity because yes. I, I would love to hear, you know, you know, my grandparents or great grandparents or anybody and their conversations or talking and you get a lot more, I think from this kind of form. So it is true. You do. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. how fun it would have been with mom and Lynn mm-hmm. listening that to them talk to each other? Like I would have loved that. I would yeah. Loved it would have been cute. Yeah. So see Emily, you're yeah. recording. I you're a you're done. Oh, you don't need I've to done it. 
nope i've done it i've met my goal that we didn't set perfect <laughs> i know that no one set for you it doesn't no one set for me you're not processing nope. your emotions you should still do that yeah <laughs> i just hit okay. under my jacket i didn't say perfect <laughs> all okay. right well this is fun ladies we'll all talk right. later obviously i'm feeling the need to run away before you set more goals for me <laughs> <laughs> all right love you okay. love you see ya